Hi guys, welcome back to You Can't Handle the Truth podcast. Tonight I have a special guest, my girlfriend Erica. Hi guys. She actually has COVID right now. So sad, but I don't feel bad, so it's okay. Today we are going to answer some questions that Erica had about the Jehovah's Witnesses. So I'll go ahead and let her ask um, her first question. So I know some like simple basic things about like the Jehovah's Witness, but not everything. So I guess I would start off with asking why are the Jehovah's Witness not allowed to get blood transfusions? I never knew that. Yeah, um, so I'm going to go ahead and get this information from the Jehovah's Witness official website, which is jw.org. And here's what they say. It says, this is a religious issue rather than a medical one. Both the Old and New Testaments clearly command us to abstain from blood. And they cite Leviticus 17 verse 14. And I'll read that. And that says... You must not eat the blood of any living thing, because the life of all flesh is its blood. Whoever eats it must be cut off. Okay, I feel like any rational person uh, can can clearly conclude that receiving a blood transfusion is not the same thing as eating blood. Uh, You don't need to be a doctor to figure that out. And um, just to provide some context, I'll read uh, the verse before and after um, verse 14 and that reads and if any Israelite or foreigner living among them hunts down a wild animal or bird that may be eaten he must drain its blood and cover it with dirt for the life of all flesh is its blood therefore I have told the Israelites you must not eat the blood of any living thing because the life of all flesh is its blood Whoever eats it must be cut off. And any person, whether native or foreigner, who eats anything found dead or mauled by wild beasts must wash his clothes and bathe with water. And he will be unclean until evening. Then he will be clean. Okay, clearly this verse is referring to eating animals, not blood transfusions. And if you look at other scriptures at the Watchtower sites, they're actually referring to animal sacrifices. So why does any of this matter? Well, because people are dying. Uh, People who could have received life-saving blood transfusions, but refused because the watchtower told them not to. When I was a kid, uh, my parents made me wear this uh, metal bracelet that said no blood transfusions. So uh, thank God I never needed to get uh, a blood transfusion. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here today. Think about how many men, women, and kids have lost their lives uh, due to the Jehovah's Witness interpretation of these scriptures. Once again, uh, this is what happens in a high-controlled group, aka a cult. That's pretty wild. I think it's crazy that they say that it's not a medical issue when, and it's a religious issue, when clearly it turns into a medical issue if worse comes to worse and somebody needs a blood transfusion. It's just nuts. Yeah, it's it's wild. A lot of Jehovah's Witnesses, I don't think they, they think about this uh, rule that they have a lot because most of them are never faced with having to get a blood transfusion. And so I, I don't think a lot of witnesses ever really think critically about this teaching. They just kind of accept it until they find themselves 
in a life or death situation or their kids or their their husband or their wife and then that's when they really start to think critically about these things um, a lot of times these jehovah's witnesses will actually end up getting the blood transfusion anyway and then uh they'll be uh you know excommunicated from the religion it's crazy uh so why don't we go on to your next question Okay, so my next question is something that I think that if you know something about the Jehovah's Witness, it's, it's this. But I want to know why. I want to know why they're not allowed to celebrate birthdays or any holidays for that matter. Yeah, that's a good question. And as a kid, uh, I got asked this all the time. <laughs> uh, literally every holiday we had at school, the holiday parties, and of course, birthdays. And well, you know, when I was a little kid, you know, that was something that I would ask my parents uh, quite often. You know, why can't we celebrate, you know, Halloween? Why can't we celebrate my birthday? The, you know, the explanation I was given as a kid was that we don't celebrate birthdays because the two times that a birthday was mentioned in the Bible, something bad had happened. Uh, for instance, King Herod um, had John the Baptist beheaded on his birthday. Now, this answer obviously it didn't make any sense to me then i mean you know one the bible's not saying that we can't celebrate birthdays and two um what's gonna happen is someone gonna get their head cut off if you have a party for me like clearly no you know any logical person could come to that conclusion i should also point out that the jehovah's witnesses also believe that birthdays are pagan but let me just say uh forbidding something on the basis of paganism is illogical because pagans have virt virtually done everything that we do. Uh, the life of a Jehovah's Witness is filled with pagan practices. Uh, just one example are weddings, which are steeped in pagan roots, including the cake, the dress, and the ring. And just so you know, the giving of wedding gifts is also accompanied by a murder in the Bible. And you could read about that at 1 Samuel 18.27. So um, I think you could see that the Jehovah's Witnesses just kind of pick and choose what they want to take literally, and what they want to take figuratively. It's crazy. It's just out of control. I can't imagine being a kid and like not celebrating a birthday or maybe not even knowing when your birthday is when you see other kids and your friends celebrating their birthday. I knew my birthday growing up just because I was like very curious, um, but it was just another day. You know, there was no celebration. There was no happy birthday. It's just another day. Did you know anybody in elementary school or middle school that was Jehovah's Witness? No, honestly, I don't think I've ever personally known like anybody that was or like is a Jehovah's Witness until I met you. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, growing up uh, as a Jehovah's Witness and, and you know, for, for those who are listening who are ex-Jehovah's Witnesses, um, you know what I'm talking about. It was difficult when everybody in class got to have a Halloween party or everybody got to eat cupcakes for someone's birthday. And then you had to step out and go, you know, read a book in the library. Or I, I remember my parents or my mom, I should say, um, would take us out of school on on certain days where they would have like holiday celebrations and stuff like that. So, yeah, it sucked, especially after Christmas when all the kids would come to school with like their new like Game Boys or their new clothes and talking about all the new shit that they got. And they're like, what did you get? And I'm like, nothing again. So they wouldn't even get you anything and not like 
to say like here's this gift not for christmas but just because we wanted to do something nice for you no no hell no and (laughs) you know um i also think that like the jehovah's witnesses um they really target like minorities Uh, like i know personally in the church well in the kingdom hall which is what they call their churches that i went to as a kid i mean it was it was mostly just people of color and i mean because they're knocking on these people's doors these people who are having hard times and it's it's kind of how they get them involved you know because they're offering them a solution you know um you know i know the world is terrible and you know things are so bad you know everywhere you look but you know look we have the answer we have hope and so maybe for a lot of people who were struggling financially like being a jehovah's witness was perfect because you didn't have to celebrate anything or ever buy anybody a gift it's crazy i mean i just like i said like i can't imagine like not even just being a kid but like also kind of being an adult and just not being able to celebrate that something that just seems like so full of like joy and happiness it doesn't seem like wrong to celebrate you know yeah it's really not you know my grandparents or like my aunts or my uncles you know they would get us gifts but they weren't allowed to give us the gifts on like our birthdays or on christmas so instead they would drop off the gifts like a month later or something like that and they would have to let my parents know oh this this isn't for christmas this is just you know we were just thinking of you when we knew it was actually like for christmas or for something like that right okay so what was your third question that you had uh i guess i was just wondering if you were still a practicing jehovah's witness like what happens if a practicing jehovah's witness meets somebody that is not a member and they want to get married like what happens then okay well well first i should say that you know the witnesses they're highly discouraged from marrying outside of the religion and i don't think that's unique to unique to them i I think a lot of religions are like that but if a witness uh, if a baptized witness were to marry a non-witness chances are they would be reproved and what what that means is that they would lose their privileges at church which would be things like going door to door giving comments or public talks at the kingdom hall um, which is what they call their church so it wouldn't be like necessarily like a bad thing it would it would definitely be a bad thing it's probably not something that they would be disfellowshipped for and what disfellowshipped is for those of you who don't know it's when you basically have all your privileges taken away and nobody is allowed to talk to you it's like Um, being excommunicated yeah it's like being excommunicated um and literally nobody is allowed to talk to you the only people who are allowed to speak to you are the elders those are the men who are in charge of the of the church uh like the head of the congregation so they're the only ones that are allowed to talk to you you're not allowed to talk to anybody else so my father was disfellowshipped for i believe 13 years ever since i was you know a kid so he would come to the meetings with us um from time to time it was kind of rare but when he would come people would 
come up to him to say hi, you know, because they didn't recognize him and everybody's just trying to be nice. So they would come up to him and to say like, hi, you know, how are you doing? What's your name? And he would have to tell them, oh, I'm sorry, I'm disfellowship. And, you know, not shake their hand. And then they would know automatically as soon as he says the word disfellowship, they know, oh, shit, like I need to turn around and walk away. I'm not allowed to talk to this person. And that the whole disfellowshipping thing is something that I'm definitely going to get into, like on the next podcast, because there is just a lot to unpack there. But yeah, if, if, a, if a witness were to marry a non-witness, um, I, I, it doesn't necessarily mean that they would be disfellowship, um, but it would everybody would, would look down on them and they would most likely lose their privileges and they would have to earn those privileges back. Unless, of course, they like, you know, the, the person that was the non-member, if they converted, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. If they converted, I mean, it would be like hallelujah, you know, be a celebration. Some kind of miracle. Uh-huh. Well, Erica, I had uh, a lot of fun doing this podcast with you. I hope I answered uh, your questions. You definitely did. I have more clarity now. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone who has tuned in so far and uh, everyone who has reached out to me in support. It's amazing getting your messages of encouragement and hearing about your experiences. If you would like to be on You Can't Handle the Truth, you can email me at You Can't Handle the Truth podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Please like, share, and subscribe. And that's all for this episode. See you next week. Bye, guys.